Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light. Private writings of the Saint of Calcutta. Introduction The Documents Continued. In addition to the letters, Excerpts from Mother Teresa's other writings are also quoted here, among them the journal she kept at the beginning of her work in the slums, her instructions to the sisters, and her public speeches. Other sources have also been used, excerpts of letters written during the time of discerning whether her call within a call was of divine origin, mainly those of Archbishop Perrier, Father Van Exum, and her superiors. Testimonies gathered during Mother Teresa's process of canonization, for the most part from her surviving spiritual guides and members of the Missionaries of Charity, and testimonies about her from published sources. Organization. The documents have been organized chronologically. As a result, the same or similar expressions reappear, but these repetitions, especially in her writings regarding her interior state, are precisely what reveal the progression, intensity, and duration of her darkness. They are therefore invaluable. For her part, Mother Teresa could only speak of the reality within her and her repeated mention of her pain and darkness with requests for prayer reveal an understandable need for support. Ideas that are repeated in the writings are often enriched as time went on with a new detail or aspect that indicates a deepening in her understanding or living of a particular facet of her spirituality and mission. Mother Teresa's writings have been edited as little as possible. Although almost all of them were written in English, it must be kept in mind that English was not Mother Teresa's first language. Her mother tongue was Albanian. Her education and much of her everyday communication while growing up in Skopje was in Serbo-Croatian. The early letters from India to her friends and confessor back in Albania were written in Serbo-Croatian. The most literal translation has been provided here. For the text written in English, even if at times the grammar is incorrect or an improvement could have been made, they have been left as she wrote them. Her spelling mistakes have been corrected and the words that she obviously omitted in error have been added in square brackets. Capitalization is an important part of Mother Teresa's writing style. She had the custom of capitalizing words that would not be capitalized in common English usage. She capitalized God and the personal pronouns referring to him. She also capitalized what was related to the sacred and holy, as well as terms that were important to her, such as confession, our young society, our poor, a big smile, 
and so on. This was her way of expressing respect for the sacred and emphasizing a particular reality that struck her. However, she was not always consistent in her use of capitals, and most of these have been corrected to standard English usage. A word about pronunciation. Mother Teresa's writings presented here are personal communications to her close associates, not intended for publication. In this informal writing, the dash is a punctuation mark that characterizes her style. At times, even in her letters, but especially in her journals and notes, the dash replaces every other punctuation mark. It stands for a period, comma, colon, and semicolon, for an exclamation or question mark, and finally, for a dash as well. In short, every break of thought was marked with a dash. This particularity of her style is expressive of the dynamism and vivacity of her personality, a certain haste to do the next thing and not be busy with the non-essential. Though the dashes could be a distraction to reading, for the sake of authenticity, these have almost always been left in the text as she placed them. In a few instances, however, when a dash would have interfered with the meaning or flow of the text, it was either removed or replaced with the conventional punctuation marks. Frequent use of uncommon abbreviations is another typical feature of Mother Teresa's writing, another expression of her characteristic hastiness. Some examples are holy calm, communion, H.G., his grace, B.L., blessed sacrament, C.A.L., Calcutta, N.O.V., novices or novitiate, and so on. The corresponding words have been provided in brackets after the abbreviations. It is my hope that many will be inspired by Mother Teresa's heroic living of her mission of lighting the light of those in darkness and will carry it on according to their own call and possibilities. In those parts of our hearts where darkness still abides, may a bright light shine through her example, her love, and now also her intercession from heaven. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle guide of youth, apostle of Rome, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why did the editor, Philokola Daychuk, want to leave Mother Teresa's unique punctuation as she left it, as she wrote it? Well, as he says, it's because it indicates something very important about her. 
namely that she was hasty to get on to what was really most important. In fact, we know that often she would stay up very late answering correspondence. We know that she sacrificed sleep at times to keep up on things of her young society. But that dash, that kind of break in the flow, as he says, shows a kind of dynamism, a vivacity of her personality. She really wanted to do everything the Lord asked her to do. She made this vow six years before she really started the society to do what was most perfect, to try to please God in everything. And so as she's writing, she's trying to say exactly what she thinks she's supposed to say and nothing more and nothing less. Mother Teresa was a unique, distinct person, a real human person with a history from Albania to Ireland to India, teaching in one place, going to work in the slums later on. And her own unique personality and her own unique history is also meant to inspire us that we too who are unique, we too who have a different past, a unique upbringing, our own personal characteristics, we too can serve the Lord. There are no copycat saints. There are no copycat missions. And this editor wanted to leave everything that was distinctive of mother so that we would also be encouraged, not only by her prayers, not only by how she lived her mission out, but also by the fact that a distinct mission is possible. And if we feel a certain darkness, if we feel a certain strangeness, if we feel distant from God at times, that just as God found her, just as God led her, so he can lead us. And we need to know about this particular aspect of Mother Teresa's life so that we won't be discouraged when we go through something similar. If we feel unloved, unwanted, uncared for, then we know that there's a saint who can pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen.